Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're trick-or-treating. Now, there are any number of things you can do for trick-or-treating. Um, well, there's only really two options, right? The first option is you get out of your house and you go out and you get some candy. That's the first option. And then there's the less known second option. There's the less favorited second second option, and that's staying at home and trick trick or treating the kids. Now, this is the part that once you're old enough, you don't really want, you know, you can't go out anymore because it feels like, you know, it's a kid's game. It's, it's it's more of like you let the youth take over. You know, it's not really a, I mean, I, I guess, unless you like wear a mask or, unless it's that, that's your thing, you know, maybe you need some free candy or, or whatever. So, the second version is probably my favorite because it's just, you know, you get a bowl full of candy, you, the kids come, you give them some candy when they knock on the door, you have fun, you know, that's, that's really what it's about. And since the quarantine, I think we've all kind of enjoyed being inside a lot more for the holidays. It's not so much about like going out as much as it is like staying away from people and staying at home and enjoying, enjoying, uh, Halloween. So that's kind of where I fit in the whole trick or treating right now. I'm not going out to trick-or-treat and knocking on doors to get candy i'm like i'll just buy my own candy stay at home and watch a movie or something you know just enjoy halloween the way it was supposed to watch like a horror movie something like that and we're still keeping it going with our movie marathons so you can get up and you can go out now the going out part is really really fun it depends on who you go with if it's just you by yourself it's kind of like eh but when you go with a group of friends, this is where it really gets good. When you go with a group of friends and you just go door to door talking, hanging out and just being like, oh, they have the terrible candy. They have the good candy. These people know what's what's up. These people don't. And you just see what kind of things are going on at the time. You know, who's wearing that costume? Who's wearing this costume? What did this person dress up as? How can we make jokes? It's all it's all very fun. It's all very new. It's really cool. So going out and it all depends on where you go out. Right. Because. I usually just I've I've lived in the suburbs mostly and in, in like small cities and so you just kind of go trick or treating wherever you want but there's no rules to this. You could go trick or tr- you could get on a plane, get on a bus, get on a train, whatever it takes and you can go trick or treating anywhere in America, hopefully. Hopefully in America. I don't know if they they don't really celebrate maybe Canada, maybe Canada. I know Halloween, maybe Mexico as well. Just Stay close by, is what I'm trying to say. Don't go to like, um, don't go to like Sweden and expect to do trick-or-treating. I don't know if they, they care about it, if it's whatever. So there's no rules to trick-or-treating. So you could literally go anywhere and do anything. So there has to be a story out there. This is what, this is what I like to think about, right? There has to be a story out there, or at least I could make this story a reality. You get on, you go on a road trip. You get, you get up, you, you rent a car or you, you have a car or whatever, and you go on a road trip to as far as you can by the end of Halloween or, or by the end of like October. By the time it gets to Halloween, you make it as far as you can, right? It could be a week, it could be two weeks, it could be three days, it could be however far you can make it. And then wherever you end up or stop, that's where you spend Halloween. That's where you go trick-or-treating. And I can only imagine what trick-or-treating in New York must be like. Like imagine that, like a like a, a Halloween road trip, a spooky season road trip to New York City. And then once you get there, you get in your costume, you get out there and you ask for some candy, you live life. 
that that would be cool. That sounds really, really fun. It sounds a lot better than just staying where you are and doing nothing or, or just like sticking with the same old, same old. Like, I know this house and I know, you know, I've been to this neighborhood and that, you know, it kind of feels like, feels like you've been there, done that, you know, you've done that as a kid growing up wherever you live, right? It's more exciting to like step it up a notch, you know, take it to the next level, get in a plane and go all the way to, um, you go to Florida and do, do Halloween on the beach. That's another one. Like, I don't think I've ever thought about Halloween on the beach. Like I can't wear this and go to the beach. I would die. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating now. You know, I feel I'm, I'm really hot. Imagine in, in, uh, in Florida where it's a lot warmer, very, very hot in the beach. So and people actually live like that. People spend Halloween in Hawaii. Like that's crazy to me. That's so that's so fun. But again, that's not where I'm at right now. Right now, it's more about let's just chill. Let's stay inside. Let's let's just not do all of that. Let's just relax, take it easy, get a bowl of candy, you know, maybe uh they have those sugar cookies, those Halloween sugar cookies we could do. Um, they have all kinds of things, you know, all kinds of snacks and sweets, a little, little bowl of popcorn, some candy, a nice horror movie or two, and you just enjoy, enjoy the, the spooky time, you know, for as long as you can, because then it's over. It's over. So that's, that's what I really like. I like to stay inside a lot more and staying in is a lot more fun. In my opinion, staying in is just like you get. You can invite people over and spend Halloween together. That's a lot cooler, especially than getting up and not knowing, you know, going out there is not as exciting as I think I, it used to be when I was a kid. Because now it's always like with social media, it always feels like, oh, somebody's doing more. It feels like somebody's like living it up better. Oh, they're they're going to this big Las Vegas party you know, or they're in Beverly Hills living it up, dressing up as, you know, going to the, you know, the big parties and whatnot. And you're just like, I'm in my regular old town, not doing anything. And I just feel like, you know, I'm not fully getting the whole Halloween experience unless I'm doing that, you know. Whereas back when I was a kid, it wasn't like, I wasn't worried about anything else. I was like, this is my Halloween. This is me going out and trick-or-treating this is me getting candy it's not it's not about how can I be aesthetically cooler or how it can be better than the other person it's just like I wear a costume of my favorite character you know spider-man a power ranger whatever it was and I just went out there and I asked for candy and I got it you know and it was a lot more fun that way it was a lot more fun as a kid now it's more everything has a purpose now you know you don't go to Halloween for the candy anymore like when you were a kid and just to like have fun now it's like more of a social thing how can you you know plan things go on uh do something really big and crazy and when you see that on social media now I guess if you're like a kid with an iPhone it's really uh it's a lot more different because you're always like i want to do this but maybe you can't or it feels it feels like you're a little behind you're like not everything you want can happen for you and you just got to enjoy what you got you know so i that's why i like staying inside that way it's like i'm in control i can stay inside and i can have a nice halloween to myself and i'm i'm sure a lot of people feel like that i'm sure that there's so many people that 
could go to those big parties that could live it up, do big thing or whatever. And maybe they will one day, maybe when they have kids of their own or, you know, maybe you take it that next step when you have kids. So that way they can experience it. And it's, and you can also experience it for the first time, a family together experience, which is really nice. I think that's, I think that's really cool too. So all I'm trying to say is I like staying inside and that's definitely one of the big things. One of the pros I took from quarantine during the holidays was that I don't need to, I don't need to go out and make it a big deal. I just need to have fun, you know? And for me, having fun is just staying at home, being comfortable, wearing like pajamas or, you know, my costume or whatever, taking a... Taking time to eat some candy, have a bowl of popcorn, some snacks and and other stuff and just enjoy it, you know, create my own environment of spookiness. And I can't do that outside. Outside, it's just just dark. Outside, it's people. Come on, people. Who wants that? Nobody wants to be around people. Even on Halloween, even when you're allowed to be wrong, even when you're allowed to be bad, you don't want to be out there with them. You want to just... Go out there and create your own thing. But sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. It is what it is. So, long story short, when you're trick-or-treating, you can go out or you can stay in. And my method, my choice is to stay in because it's just so much more comfortable. You're there with somebody who, with all of your friends or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever, and you just enjoy it. You just have fun. And... I think it's way cooler to create your own thing than to go out and expect something else of the world to create for you. Because then you get, you know, it's it's not exactly what you want and then you're disappointed in the experience. Or maybe it's just different. Maybe it's just different than what you anticipated. Not bad, not good, but just different, you know? And back to... Because I, I really like thinking about like different things that could happen out there in the world, you know, because there, there really is no rules to trick-or-treating, right? Because it's just, I mean, obviously crimes are not tolerated, you know, and I, I assume the police get a lot of calls about crimes or people doing, people doing some wild stuff, which is not, not ever good. It's not what you want, but it happens. So I guess the main rule is that Either you trick them or you give them a treat. And there's no trick and treat, right? Like I trick you, like let's say I smack you in the face and then I'm like trick or trick and treat. You know, I trick you and then I give you a treat. It's one or the other. And a lot, majority of people just do the one, especially now. It's very weird to do trick more than it is to do treat, especially because it is kids. But the no rules thing, I always think about What's something completely out there? What's something completely different than what everybody else is doing that, that I think of like in the norm, normalcy of trick-or-treat? And that's why I started thinking about like, like what if you got a big, um, like what if you did a Halloween drive? I, 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 you know, because during the quarantine, I was like, how are they going to do trick-or-treating? You know, it's going to be like a drive-through. You get in your car and you drive around and you get candy. That's how I thought it was going to be. Um, I, I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember how it went that, that time, during that time. But I can only imagine that it was a lot more, 
social distance oriented. It was more about staying apart, staying inside than it was actually going out there and trick-or-treating. And even then, it was really a lot more socially distanced. So the no rules, what if you got like a big garbage truck or a big truck in general of candy and then you just like put the ba- put down the back of it and then you just drove and all this natural candy would like flow out. What if you made this waterfall of candy in front of your house and then you just go to the top and you just pour it all down and the kids would be like, woo, you know, like that's so cool to me that you could do anything. That's That's one of the beauties of of uh of trick-or-treating is that you could do whatever it is as long as it's one of the two so a lot of people do haunted houses and they like scare you in their garages or they they'll they'll make like a thing to like scare you and spook you and then maybe at the end you can get some candy but i don't know i i'm i'm more i'm more about what can what what's the most creative way to do to trick somebody and the most creative way isn't by scaring them it's by genuinely making them have to work for it it's like uh you know like those house of mirrors where you think you're going one way and then you smack yourself in the face and you're like how could this how could this even happen or it's like glass in front of you and you're like i don't understand why i can't figure this out why i can't move in the right way and that's a that's that's a pretty basic one trying to think of like different ways to trick people um i mean i guess you could do like a game show like a like a spooky game show every single time where you put candy into one thing and then you put a a thing of something else into another box oh that's what it is it's um you know how they they'll they'll make this box and they'll put something in it and you can't see what's inside of it and then you just like stick your hand in and you have to like feel what it is so like you put your hand in it and it might be a puppy it might be a tarantula you know that's how you that's a good trick and then in one of the boxes is uh some candy like a a snickers bar or whatever or a thing of twix right so you have to go through each of the boxes or you choose one and whichever one you get that's the one with the uh the thing and then every time you can kind of like maybe switch it around you know you could do it different each time or you can do a a number of boxes so let's say there's nine boxes and three of them will have candy in it so that way every time people come by you could always just drop in more candy i think that that'd be cool um and you can like maybe sneak somebody's hand in there to like grab them and scare them you know somebody stays like under the table that could be cool you know this this is what kind of my mind goes through when i i think about trick-or-treating is that there's not enough emphasis on the treat trick it's always like you're going to get a treat no matter what. You're going to get a candy. You're going to get a, you know, some sort of, some sort of thing. You know, they're going to give you something. So that's why I feel like the trick is kind of, it's overlooked. It's passed over. And yeah, I, I, I like that there's, you can do whatever you want with it. It's not like, um, like Thanksgiving, you have to have turkey. Well, I guess you could do something different. But the traditional and the way that it's presented is that it has to be one thing. I've never seen a all-burger Thanksgiving. Like, because then it's just like, oh, you just got burgers for Thanksgiving. Like, that's weird. You know, but for Halloween, for trick-or-treating, it's like, you could do whatever you want and nobody can, can say whatever, you know. Like, you could literally dress up 
as Santa Claus and pass out hot cocoa for Halloween. Because it's Halloween. You can dress up as anything, you know? It's not weird, especially if you go all in on it. But it would be kind of weird to... To tis the season in October when you still got like two months left until December. December 1st is really when the, the, the holidays got to gotta come out. But right now it's about trick-or-treating. And then you got to think about the kids. Kids and all of this, you know. How can it be friendly? How can it be good for the community? How can I not, you know, totally damage these children? Because they got to go to school the next day because... Halloween is on a Monday. Who decided on this? How how did the universe wrong us so badly at this moment? How what did we do? Why? You know? Halloween's on a Monday, so the next day the kids have to go to school, so you can't traumatize them the day before because if you traumatize them the day before, I mean, who knows if they'll be able to function? What if they have a test the next day? Ah, <sighs> sad sad stuff. So, when I was a kid, I, I had a, I didn't have, we, we had a friend who had this golf cart, and she used to drive us around during Halloween, and that's how we would get to so many houses so quickly, and it was really fun, it was really chaotic, we had a great time, and I don't know, I, I, I imagine kids now, oh, well, have always, like, Maybe ride around on bikes together, or maybe they, uh, you know, maybe they go for a drive in their car to go to another place or do something else. So the kids today really, 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 you have to think how to make Halloween fun for them, like it was fun for us. Because I, I can't really think of what was the big Halloween thing for me. As a kid, the big Halloween thing was probably like Disney Channel. They would come out with a new new Halloween spooky thing or uh, a, a new movie would come out. And it would always be something kind of fun. And now I can't really think of anything that's kind of kid-friendly except for, I guess, that new Hocus Pocus movie that came out. But is that enough? I don't know if that's enough. There has to be something more. So... It's all about, I guess, experiences and maybe social media can do it for them. It'll give them ideas. It'll definitely, like, this is what I want to do for Halloween. So that's how we can inspire the kids. That's that's cool. I think that's a good way to to make them know that Halloween is whatever you make it. And that's that's what I, I like the most about social media is that if it's good, the kids are going to take in. They're going to be like, reuse those ideas they're going to take in they're going to be creative on their own or find a way to spin it or to have fun with it and that's what i like that's what i like about the social media aspect of it all and i just want i just want kids to have the same fun holiday experience with halloween like i did and to do that it's just about showing them it can be scary but not creepy or, or weird or you know it's all about like how can we terrorize you it's about how can we have a little bit of fun doing some of the bad things and also make it fun and enjoyable so yeah that's that's kind of where i leave it you know the kids the kids of the future you guys are gonna love halloween and 
it's definitely really, really cool. It's definitely fun. Now, while we're on the subject about kids uh, trick-or-treating, we got to talk about your hardware. We got to talk about what you put your candy into. What you put your candy into really makes or breaks your Halloween, right? If you have like a, like one of those Halloween pails, they, they have like those plastic pumpkin things. And then you just like walk around and you fill it up with candy. And I always, I thought those were cool. I thought those were nice. I don't think they were the most effective at getting you the most candy. Why? Because there's a, there's a, there's a filling point. They make it so that way they don't, they don't fill it up all the way to the top. And that way it doesn't get too, too heavy for them. It's manageable. Or maybe the parents can hold it. Whatever. And more than anything, I realized that that pail was just a way for them to make money. So I said, what's the next thing to do? And I was watching nothing but these horror movies. And I saw that they were carrying around, I think it was pillow bags. Or, you know, like when the robber robs a bank and he's got like this big bag of cash. That's where my mind went. I was like, let's just get pillow uh, suitcases and just go around and ask them to fill that up. And you get a lot more candy that way. I saw that kids who had the pails, they would dump it all out and it'd be a good amount of candy. And then I'd dump it out and it'd just be a whole pillow's worth of candy. And I really like those moments where you just you know so it's really about what you what you fill up with now there is also the idea that you can just go from house to house grab it by hand and eat the candy there that's fine you can do that um i always thought that was gross just because there's only so much candy you can eat that night and once you're full it's kind of defeats the whole purpose of like moving from house to house you know like you just you just ate like 13 pieces of candy and now you're done. You've only been to 13 houses and now it's over. It's like you got the whole night left, you know? So I feel like part of the experience is getting as much as you can for free. You know, that's what Halloween is really about is how much can I get from these people? How can I, how can I, you know, take what's free from them? And that's what I liked. Uh... So when you're deciding what to fill up your bags with, you have to go with something creative, something fun. You know how they, 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 uh, like high schoolers are now like bring anything but a backpack to school day. Like that's part of like their spirit day or whatever. You can just go to school and you can, as long as it's not a backpack, you can bring it to school. And people would bring like uh, coolers. They would bring... Uh, uh, I don't know. They would bring like um, mop buckets. They would bring, you know, they would just bring whatever they could to like carry their books or their binders or their paper pencils and stuff. The same thing can be done for Halloween. Why don't, why don't we do that for Halloween? Why, does, why isn't that a challenge? It's like anything but like a bag. You know, you can't do the standard plastic Halloween bag. You can do anything else to fill up candy. You can do a cooler. You can fill up your car. You can, um... What is it? Oh my goodness, why am I blanking? You could do, uh, let me think. Oh, you could do, uh, like a, a really, um, gosh, why am I blanking right now? You could do like, uh, what are those, 
what are those big pillows that uh like you put your pet into or like one of those cat houses you know what i'm talking about it's like really soft and round and you can just like fill that up with candy or something that's not technically a bag that's a like uh, a bedding like bedding space i suppose you could do that you could you could do all kinds of fun stuff i think that's that's cool too to have something just to fill up candy for fun um you could get like a really big jar and be like this is the goal for the night we have to get this this amount oh like those water bottle jugs those big five gallon water bottle jugs you just go around and be like put the candy in there and then you have to like part of the fun is like shaking it out or whatever and then you get super heavy so you put it on like a wagon and wheel it around See, the, the, these are the creative things that we could do. And you have like a big collective pot of candy that everybody has to like fight for. Like, I want those Skittles or I want that Starburst. So, yeah, that's that's a cool idea. You should definitely try that. Definitely try um, getting some random object that's not a bag or a bucket of some kind. and Or, or like a, you know, a regular old Halloween style. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you can't just do the the plastic hollow pumpkin bucket and be like, this is my thing. It has to be something original. It has to be something fresh. It has to be something new. Because if it's not new, then, you know, it's not as much fun. And while you're out there, you have to make the most of your time, right? Because for the most part, you know, the young kids go out there pretty early in the night. As soon as it gets dark, like around, I don't know, what times it get dark, like eight nine o'clock and then they're home by like maybe 11 and especially now because it's on a monday why is halloween on a monday halloween is on a monday so now you know they're gonna have to speed up the process so maybe they'll go out at seven now come home by 10 be out there for about three hours so think 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 it's all about time what i'm trying to say is that there's time management involved you have to make the most of the night because it's the one night, it's the last night of the year where it's okay to be bad. It's the only time. So you have to make the most out of it. So you have to figure out, okay, where are we going at this hour? We're going to meet at this person's house. We're going to go here, here, here. Then we're going to come back and rally. Then we're going to go over here to this party or we're going to go uh, over here and do this. And then we're going to come back and we're going to watch a movie and end the night and sleep over and... Uh, make popcorn and cookies and eat our candy and enjoy life and tell spooky stories or, you know, watch horror movies and stuff. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's all, it's a plan. You have to make a system for it. Time management is your best friend for tonight because it's one night only. One night only. And you want to make the most of it. So... Overall, what I'm trying to say is when you're trick-or-treating, you have to plan in, in advance. Just so that way you really, really, really get the feel for it. You you use your time most effectively. Because you don't just want to waste it, you know. You, you don't just want to get out there and be like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. The night could take me anywhere. No. Because then you're not, you're not going to really enjoy it. You're just going to be like, yeah, nothing really happened. It was boring. Like, what? That, no, if you're going to do Halloween, you got to do it right. You got to plan in advance. You got to really methodically figure out what it is that you want to do. So, and if you don't, I mean, I guess you could live that way. I guess there's nothing wrong with going on a whim or seeing where the night takes you. But then it just kind of feels boring. It doesn't feel like fun. It feels like 
it feels like you're you're trying to not utilize it to the fullest it feels like you're just wasting the time you know when you really could be doing something spooky and fun or crazy especially for people i guess with like younger brothers and sisters like they go out with them maybe and maybe their friends or whoever and maybe they have a curfew they have to take them back so for those people i guess i guess it's not really a, a rough deal but it definitely is like what do you do you know I have to take them out for a little bit and then I have to make time for myself. Maybe at home, in my room with my friends, we do something else, we split off, something like that. Anyways, all that I mean is time management is important for Halloween just because that way you can really utilize your time the best. And that's really crucial. Again, I, I'm ju I just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. I don't want to do that. Just plan. All right, that's all I'm trying to say. Plan in advance so that way you don't waste the night. Anyways, the last thing I want to talk about, the most important thing about trick-or-treating is the candy. You do not want to get the terrible, terrible candy. Now, you don't want too much, too much of one kind of candy, right? They always fill your baskets up because everybody always gets the same, you know, it's always the same stuff. It's very rare to see something else or maybe like, Maybe somebody makes their own candy and they pass it down on Halloween. That's very rare. You know, it's very rare for that to happen. And it, but I guess it really depends on what you like and what you don't like. So if you don't really like chocolate, then you want to be very chocolate heavy. One, because it melts really quickly. Two, it's just like you can't eat too much of it. Like, I like chocolate, but like if I eat too much of it, it just like it tastes... You know, the taste goes away. The taste isn't like, it becomes too much, too much, too much chocolate. You know, chocolate here and there. And then I like more of the sour and the, the sugary stuff. That's what I like. I like Starbursts. I like Sour Patch Kids are really good. I really like, um, I like Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers are really nice. Those are, they, they have a good sour taste. Uh, the Sour Heads are really good. So... I think the best thing, the best bet you could really make for getting candy is just get as much as you can. And then you weed out what you want and what you don't want. That's what I, I used to do is just figure out, these are the things that I know I'm going to eat and these are the things that I'm not going to eat. And then you try to figure out like, all right, this stuff is gonna go by pretty quickly. You know, at the at the end of the night, when, when all is said and done, this is how much candy is gonna be left and it's gonna be gone pretty pretty fast because I, I eat, a lot of those kinds of candy. And then this stuff on the other side, that one's not gonna really go away. I'm barely gonna touch it. So that can that can kind of just live there, stay there, or you know, go to go to whoever else wants them. Or like maybe on a rainy day, you know, you have a Tootsie roll or something. Or candy corn or, or something like that. And I, I feel like there's always that one part where you know you're going to get good candy. Like, you know somebody just bought the good candy. You know somebody stockpiled on Starbursts. You know somebody has the Twix. You know somebody has those Snickers bars. You know that there's somebody out there in the world that has gotten, uh, you know, all of those Jolly Ranchers, the, the watermelon flavor, cherry, or blue raspberry, green apple. You know, somebody got it. So it's always kind of that hype feeling of what, what are they going to have this time? Are they going to have the good stuff? Are they going to have the bad stuff? 
Are they going to have those high chews? High chews. Oh my gosh, high chews are really, really good. You know, just talking about trick-or-treating gets me, you know, I'm like, I'm ready for it. But it's just dis- depressing that it's on, that it's on a Monday. Why on earth is Halloween on a Monday? Why do you have to trick-or-treat on a Monday? It's really, it really sucks. It's the worst thing in the world. Why? Why? What did we do? We got stuck inside for like two years and now you're punishing us, punishing us with Halloween on a Monday. It's, we didn't deserve that. We didn't, we didn't have, they didn't have to do us like that. Didn't have to do us like that. So you got to figure out your candy. You got to figure out what your likes, what your don't, what your uh, dislikes are. And once you figure all that stuff out, you're going to really enjoy the night. You're really going to like have fun with uh, with sugar, with sweets. Because I don't... I, I chew more gum than I do like eat candy, I guess. If, if like gum is considered really a candy. I mean, I guess the, the sugary ones, the... Not the, the... Those really pink ones. The, those ones are really sugary. Um, yeah, but... I mostly chew gum than I eat candy. I don't really eat all that much candy. But this is the only time of the year that, you know, you can really do it. You can really enjoy it. So, ooh, sour Skittles are also really good. Just just throwing that out there. Skittles in general. Well, that and uh, also like M&Ms. M&Ms are also really good. <clears throat> Anyways, thinking about all of this stuff, that's why I kind of like, uh, I like, doing it my own way Lip, staying inside with a bowl of bowl bucket and then when kids come like you give them the good stuff you never want to give out second rate candy who wants to do that who unless it's like very last minute unless it's very like oh i forgot that halloween was coming up or i didn't know how could you not know you had the whole month and everybody's like it's it's all anybody talks about it's going to be on commercials it's going to be on newspapers it's going to be on the radio it's going to be wherever you can't miss it so you have to think ahead. You have to know what your candy likes are, what your candy dislikes are. You have to know uh, what's going to go quickly, what's not going to go quickly, what kind of things to give away, you know. And I find that people are very receptive to the sour and the uh, chewable stuff. So you can't go wrong with Starbursts. You definitely got to give those out. Twixes are a top-tier chocolate candy bar. Uh, Kit Kats are also really good. Snickers, you can't go wrong. Um, Jolly Ranchers, the hard candy ones, not the not the soft ones. Although I do recommend the Starburst. Uh, they're not called jellies. What are they called? They're just the the squishy ones. You know, a, a lot more squishy. The uh, I, I I really for the life of me can't figure out what they're called. Lifesavers. Lifesavers are also really good. Um, yeah, stuff like that, you know, and that's, that's how you're going to make Halloween really memorable. That's how you're going to become the good house that everybody goes to and is like, they have the great candy. They gave me like 13 sour Skittles and you're just going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I have the good candy. And then you run out and you're like, listen, we ran out. Um, here's some backup candy and... Then you feel kind of bad, but then you're also kind of like, well, I ran out. You can't sue me for being a good host, for being a good treater. So when you're trick-or-treating, you can either go out or stay inside. 
There are no rules to this. You can be as creative as you want and just be safe, be protective of the kids, make sure that they have fun, but that's also kind of like scary and spooky. Give them that that kind of choice in their, you know, for their Halloween. Uh, you definitely got to figure out what, what you're taking to fill up with candy because that it's all a part of the fun. You know, it could be a pillowcase. It can be a pumpkin bucket. It can be uh, a water jug. It can be a vase. It can be, it can be whatever. Make it fun. Have fun with it. You have to manage your time. Definitely want to manage your time. And you got to figure out what you like and what you don't like in candy. This is the time to do it. You just don't eat everything, right? There's got to be some things you like, some things you don't like. And figure out how to best use it, you know? Sometimes you can get uh, candy and you can make sweets out of it. You know, you get M&Ms. You can make M&M cookies for Christmas. Boom. There you go. There's, there's a great idea. So all kinds of fun stuff you can do. Uh yeah, so that's it, guys. Uh, I'm really looking forward to trick-or-treating, if you can't tell. Wearing the Winnie the Pooh onesie yet again. So, so excited. I feel so good in this, but I also feel really hot. So once it kind of cools down, this will be a lot better. You know, it, I I feel it. Maybe during Christmas time, it'll, like, warm me up, you know, during winter. But anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys like this, uh, this episode today. Thank you so much for listening, for watching on my YouTube. And... Yeah, thank you so much. This has been the Win Your Podcast. I'll see you guys all next time.